revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey y'all, happy Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about some leadership mindsets that I really want to talk with you guys about. If this is your first time here, um, my name is Alicia and I, I help leaders lead their careers. And so I'm definitely excited to be talking with you guys this morning. So if you are in a leadership role or if you're wanting to advance into one, um, I want to talk to you today about some mindset shifts that I need you to start making. Hey, good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, Carla. So happy to be back, guys. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, so remember, if you cannot catch this full live stream, you can go um, to my channel on YouTube and make sure that you are subscribed. I do drop all of my live stream replays over there. And so let's go ahead and dive in. Right. Um, Because this morning we will be talking about mindset shifts that you guys need to make in order to really be successful in your leadership role. And I think this is really important to talk about because you guys know that if you have been been watching any of my live streams, you know, it's not just about you being able to lead, but it's about you being able to feel good about how you lead. And, you know, what a lot of people don't talk about, like as you move um, in to lead roles and as you advance in them, most people, especially the clients that I work with, the most, uh, it's like the hardest shifts to make is not necessarily in their skills. It's how they think, right? And I really want to help you guys to really get to a place that you can lead with confidence, right? You are able to show up as you and lead and make the, the, the actual income and impact that you desire to make. And you don't keep feeling like you are always two steps behind, or even if you have to feel like, you know, you can't really lead as you. And I want you to be able to bring forth results in your leadership role because that because that's what it's about, right? It's about you being able to show up in your expertise and bring forth the results that you desire, right? But it's also about you being able to put yourself in a place to where you can feel good about the work that you do. So yes, I'm one of them people. I do believe that you should enjoy the work that you do. Why? Because you spend so much time doing it. And so the first thing, the first mindset shift that I want to talk about is I want to talk about you being able to move away from people pleasing and you being able to step into you being authentic, right? Now, you don't have to share, but if you want to, you can. If you have problems with being a people pleaser, I am a recovering people pleaser, but don't get it twisted. There, there are some, or there is some, some residue still there, meaning that it can show up at times if I'm not careful, right? So um, this is not a space to judge you, but I do want you to know that as long as you are in a mindset to be a people pleaser, right? You will not be able to lead as you want to. And the crazy thing is that most people do not realize that they are because I did not realize I was, right? Because pretty sure if you if you been knowing me for any length of time, I may seem very confident. I may seem like one that's bold, right? And I put quotes there, quotes, right? So sometimes you can feel like when you are that way, or even people on the outside, they can feel like because you are that way, then that's not something that you 
struggle with. But when you suffer with people pleasing, right? One, one of the first signs is, is that if there is a like a certain idea you have, or if there's something that you like really want to do, you can never be validated on something until you get it approved by somebody else, right? And when I say approve, that process doesn't have to be super light. It doesn't have to be really where I mean, it doesn't have to look a certain way. Meaning like, it's not you thinking that, okay, I have to get this approved by a boss. Approval means that I need somebody around me in my space to make me feel like this idea is good, or this is something that will work, or this is something that I should have. Right. And so when you find yourself in that mindset, it can get really sticky because, you know, you are you are training yourself to believe that what you think about something or how you feel about something isn't enough. And you always will be in search of like that outside validation. Right. And so when you are in those lead roles, it'll cause you to operate in self-doubt all of the time. And nothing is more draining than being called to a a job or a role, and you can't feel confident in it, right? And this is why you hear all the time people say, I suffer from imposter syndrome, right? It's like you cannot get to a point of where you can really rest in your expertise because it's always that little voice here that is allowing you to feel like you can't do enough or you don't have enough. And a lot of times that comes from people pleasing because you want to make the environments that you're in feel comfortable, right? And I have been there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Y'all, like I am in Texas and right now it's like 65 degrees. Y'all, to us, this is winter, okay? For the last year, it has been, I mean, for the last few months, it's been like 110. So now it's 65. I'm wearing my sweatshirt. I almost want to light my whole fireplace when I'm like, no, chill, but that's how it is in the South right now. But anyway, but, you know, you'll find yourself in this place to where you're having to, like, always get outside sources to feel sure about something. And let me tell you why this is not safe, right? Especially when you are in environments to where it's not really a safe space or you are in environments to where everybody around you is not necessarily there for your good. And so what happens is when you are looking for these outside sources to confirm something for you, right? It'll leave you not being able to make sure in strategic steps, right? And you'll always feel like that in order for me to succeed in my career, I have to make the people in the room feel comfortable. Well, what happens when the people in the room are not really out for your success? Now your success is hinged on if they have confirmed you. And that's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous line, right? And I see this in the clients that I work with is that they are always in this mode of wanting to seek to be confirmed by the people that they work with, right? Even if they say, I don't care about them, but it's still something on the inside of them that makes them feel like, you know, I need them to see it. I need them to to see the expertise that I have. But it leaves you on a hamster wheel. It leaves you with not being able to set boundaries. It leaves you with not being able to lead your team in the way that you that you should, because you're more focused on you feeling like I have to do all of the right things and your focus is not on the right things, right? And so when you're wanting to shift in those lead positions, really start thinking about 
Are they are there any areas in me that I need to validate for myself? Meaning get clear on who you are, get clear on the expertise that you have, get clear on the problems that you solve with your skills, get clear with that within yourself instead of waiting for other people to stop by and confirm that from you, because you'll find yourself in some rooms, not every room, but some rooms, there are people that will be, will be jealous of you, right? That you, you can find yourself in roles to where you may know more than your boss, where people are just intimidated by your expertise. So what happens then, right? When you leave, when you leave your self-worth, up to environments like that, right? And I think it's really important to start to look at, right? Is there any part of me that needs, or is there, how can I put it? It's almost like, is there any parts in me that only feel secure when I know that the people in the room feel like I'm right? And this is crucial, y'all, because you know, if you want to be effective in these kinds of roles, you're going to have to be able to stand alone at times, right? where everybody may not agree with you. Everybody may not see the vision or the strategy or the plan that you have. And you have to be able to rest enough in your expertise and in your results and own it, right? I was I was on a call last week with my client. I said, you have to. I said, as you move into these VP positions, you have to own it, right? And for us, we feel like the only time we can own something is if it's perfect, right? Is if there's no room for any kind of mistakes. No, owning it is owning it. Meaning if there is a chance where you may not do something right, if there is a chance where a project may not go the way that you feel like it should go, right? Or you guys did not get the results that you said that you would. Even in those moments, you got to own it, right? And so when you train yourself to live a life to where you can own your expertise and stand on it, even in your wrong moments, I say wrong, right? Even in those times where you may make mistakes, being able to own it, you'll be able to gain the respect of the people around you because they understand that regardless of what Shannon does or feels, she owns it. But when you get stuck in this perfectionism trap where you feel like the only way that I can own anything is if it's perfect, right? You not only confuse yourself, but you also confuse the people that you work with. Because this is the thing, y'all. People are not looking for perfect people. People are looking for people in the workplace that they can trust. And the way that people learn to trust you is when you are when you are authentic, when you can own it, when you can step into that that great expertise of yours and show it and not be so concerned about if the other people in the room believe that is there. Because the reality of it is that you got a seat at the table. So the question you have to ask yourself, what are you now doing with that seat, right? Are you now in a mindset to where you feel like you got to show up every day and prove that you deserve the seat, right? Because if you're only focused on, I got to be able to show them that. I should be here. Your focus is on the wrong thing, right? And I want you guys to start thinking and start believing, right? Not just in, you know, what you can do, but believe in what you've already done. Because sometimes you can find yourself having fourth, uh, having great results and successes, but you haven't even claimed what you've already done. So how is it that you can claim what you can do when you haven't even claimed what you've already done? 
it's still some doubt there about those past results and successes. Now, granted, that self-doubt can come from being in environments to where you are made to feel like those results was not your results, or you can be made to feel like those results happen by luck. That ain't happened by luck, right? You don't, you don't, you do not repeat stuff by luck. You repeat stuff by skill and by a expertise, right? So when you look back on, on, on your expertise and your experience, I want you to start really getting clear on what are the problems that you solve? And I want you to own it, right? No, those, those great results did not come forth because this just happened to fall right. No, right? You you have a skill set. You have strengths, right? And I need you to be able to own that in order to step into the level of leadership that you desire. Because if you cannot convince yourself, you definitely cannot convince the people around you. And the majority of leadership is you being able to know how to influence. And if you can't influence yourself, how else can you influence the people around you, right? Another shift that I want you guys to move into, right, is I want you guys to start taking care of yourself. Now, I'm not going to stay here long. I almost did not add this on the list. I almost didn't. But I'm, I'm only going to hit it and then I'm done, okay? Um, if you guys are enjoying this live stream, go ahead and drop the word. Um, yeah, I definitely want to be sure that I am serving you value. And also, share this with some of y'all friends, because some of y'all friends should be hearing this too, okay? I want you to start thinking about ways that you can take better care of yourself, really. Because you can't lead from a place of being burnt out, right? You cannot lead from a place of you always barely holding on, right? You cannot lead from a place of I don't have anything else to give. You can't even lead from a place of, you know, you know, this is, is a sign right here. When you find yourself saying, it, you, you can't even talk. When you find yourself saying things like, you know what? It just is what it is. That's a sign, right? That if you are not already, you are on the verge of burnout. Meaning, and it's the thing, burnout doesn't, also, doesn't always mean that, you know, you are just exhausted and you are just drained down to zero. Burnout, y'all, in most cases is something that is mental. You can find yourself still laughing with your friends. You can find yourself still at work going through the motions and the routine at work. Burnt out, right? When you talk about being burnt out, you're talking about something up here, right? There is something up here in, in your emotions that has been depleted. And when you find yourself losing that drive that you've had, when you find yourself starting to lose that care, right? At one point in time, you loved your, your job. You love being able to serve with your skills. You love who you served with your skills, right? At one time, you would get so many ideas and, and, and just and, and different things in your mind, right? But now it's like you are right at the point of, I just don't care no more. Just give me my check right? And that is when you move into, we talk about all the time, when you move into that survival mode, right? Now, again, I'm not saying that your career has to be everything, but because you operate 
in it for so much time of the day because you give so much time of the day to this thing called your career. You need to be able to engage in it and connect with it at some level. Does not have to be something you're super in love with, but you need to be able to engage with the work that you do on some level because you devote so much time to it, right? Because it takes up a lot of space in your mind and in your life. So when you train yourself to be on this mode of just cruise control, meaning I don't even have to think about the work that I do. I just go through it and I'm done. And y'all, and, and this is science, right? The There are certain parts of your brain that is literally shut off, right? And so what tends to happen is, is that you're, you are in your work, you're doing these tasks every day. You, you can care less about what it is that you're doing. And that attitude of it is what it is drains into every other part of your life slowly, but Surely, because you train yourself to run on this mode of I don't have to be engaged. I don't have to use any kind of um, any of my feelings or my emotions or anything. I just get the job done. And this bleeds into so many different areas of your life because you are now training yourself on this is how I am. Right. And this this affects the relationships with your husband, your wife, your kids, your friends, your family and even with yourself right? Because now you have been shut off. It is not that you want to be shut off. It's just that you are in survival mode because burnout doesn't always come from I work too much. Burnout can come from you working on something that you don't care about. That means absolutely nothing to you. That can burn you out because there are certain parts of your brain and certain things, right? That we need to be using, Right. But if you find yourself in a place where you can really care less about who you work for or the work that you do. Right. It, it does. It bleeds into other areas of your life. You are now training yourself to be somebody that only um, that that only what's the word produces. And the only thing that I know that only just shuts like that, that kind of throws stuff out is a machine. And we are not machines. We are humans, meaning that. We were not only created to, to do work and do tasks and to pour out, but we were created to receive also, right? But when your life has been based upon you only producing, 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 and you don't receive, you, you literally change your whole like dynamic of life because you because that's all you do is output. And now you've turned into a machine. And we were not created like that. We have feelings. We we have emotions for a reason. And when you are in, in a in a in a career that does not feed you anything, you've turned into a robot. And now you wonder why you cannot get in a good mood anymore. You wonder why you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, right? You wonder why you may come off at work a certain way. It's not because that's who you really are. It's just that you are in environments that does not that that does not pour back into you, right? And so this is why I do what I do. I'm like, you spend too much time at your job to be on robot mode and allowing this to go on for 40, 50, 60 hours a week? Absolutely not. Like I've seen my parents did that. And so don't think that, that you can only be burnt out when you work a lot. There are people that work 30, 40 hours a week and you'd be like child I'm exhausted you'd be like I don't know what's happening I sit at my desk all day <laughs> you'd be like friend the only thing that I, I had to lift was my cup 
and my fork at lunch, but I am, you'll find yourself going home worn out because you're having to put so much into something that doesn't give you anything back. Now, I know if this is a word for anybody and I'm saying this because I've been there, I can paint a clear picture because I've been there, right? So the next time somebody tells you it's just a job, say stop lying. Mm -mm. It's not just a job. How are you going to tell me something that I give 40, 50 hours or plus or more a week is just a job? Child, something that takes me away from my family and my friends and things that I love is just a job. No, it's no. It's an important aspect of your life. Right. And so if you spend so much time having to give to something, why wouldn't you expect something back? You're not selfish because you want to be able to get rewards and reap from the work that that you've done. That's normal. Right. Your career is transactional to a point right? But it should also be transformational. It should be changing something in your life. It should be able to allow you to live, right? The life that you desire to live. It should allow you to operate in your expertise as you choose to operate in your expertise. It should be able to attract and create the opportunities that you want it to. Why? Because you give so much to it, right? And so you're not selfish because you have expectations. That's normal. You should have expectations. You know, it's it's folks, it's folks on this live stream. You got $125,000 in student loans, right? Child, you need to be an expectation of something. You like, look, I'm invested 120 grand into my education so I can gain this expertise and skills. Child, you better be expecting something back from that, right? And so there's nothing wrong with you wanting to work well. Like this is this is something I say all the time. I say what? Lead well, earn well, live well. I say it all the time, right? It's all it's all over my profile on LinkedIn. It's all over my website. Lead well, earn well, live well, right? Because that's not selfish. That should be the standard. Right. And a lot of times what you guys think is selfish of you should be the standard. Right. And so we still talking about what you need to move into leadership positions. Like I said, I, I, was, I was supposed to hit it, but I want you guys to start taking better care of yourselves. Right. Start being able to understand. Right. I cannot serve you until I serve myself. Understand that if if you can be in environments that allow you to thrive, you can and will empower your team and the people around you to thrive. Because when you feel good, you will do good. When you feel well, you will do well. And that will cause you to earn well. That will cause you to live well. And so don't, don't think that self-care, I put a little quote there, is something that I'll just do whenever I have time for it. And I say self-care because it goes beyond a spa and all the other kind of stuff. You being able to work in your expertise in, in an environment that is in alignment with your values is self-care. You being able to be paid the money that you should be being paid is self-care. You are taking care of yourself because though your toes and your nails is a part of you. It ain't nothing wrong with that either. There's a whole other side of self-care I want you guys to tap into, right? I want you to tap into. 
that self-care. We also need soul care. Start spending some time with the Lord, allowing him to, to, to pour in to you. Now, if the Lord, you know, you like the Lord, yes, the Lord over here, baby, look, look, pray. A lot of people just need to pray, okay? But well-being and you being able to operate at the level of leadership that you desire does come from you being able to know that you got you have to lead lead yourself first. And so the question I want to ask you is what are you leading yourself to? Are you leading yourself to opportunities to thrive and to grow, right? And are you leading yourself to more self-awareness or right? Are you leading yourself on this hamster wheel? Because if if you're not if you're not careful with this corporate thing, you'll be on a hamster wheel. You will be in a mode that you are putting all the work in and you're not getting any results, right? And so I want you to start thinking about what are ways that you can better start taking care of yourself. You being able to have those conversations at work that you know that you need to have, that is self-care. Being able to advocate for yourself is self-care, right? Not being afraid to set boundaries. Everybody's afraid to, to set boundaries because I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to look like I'm not a team player, right? But you being able to set boundaries for one allows you to have time for you and those things that are that are first in your life, but it also sets sets the tone, right, of how other people see you. You don't want to be seen as a go-getter. And, and what I mean by that is that you don't want your brand to be centered again around output, right? But you want more depth to your brand. You want to be seen as somebody that operates in alignment, that has values, that has character, right? Not just somebody who can bring forth results, results, results. Though results is a part of it. You want to be able to have a complete brand because the way that you inspire your team or the people around you is not you just throwing them a whole bunch of tasks and stuff like that. Is that when, when they can look at you and see something in you, not just in the work that you do, but just who you are, when they can see something in you, right? that they can actually model after. And don't nobody want to model after anybody who is broke down, exhausted, burnt out, always in a stank attitude, always holding on by a thread. That's hard for people to model because the reality is, is that everybody wants success. We all do, right? And a lot of people are looking for that model and that example of success that does not, uh, that that you don't have to shrink for, you don't have to, to, you know, not show up as who you are. You don't have to throw away your family and your relationships for. People are looking for a model of success, right? That not only allows you to thrive in your career, but also in your personal life. And it's really important for people to start thinking about that, right? If you want to influence the people around you, be an example of something. Now, I don't want this to turn into you having to, to carry the weight of people. I'm not saying that, right? But what I am saying is that you can influence the people around you by taking care of yourself, 
by, by knowing how to put things in their proper place and understanding, right? That when you are needing something, when there is something that needs to be filled, right? Now, I'm not talking about fulfillment. I'm talking about when you need something in your career in order to move forward or in order to move towards the goals that you have and you know you need it, you feel it, you feel it every day, right? And you ignore it. For one, you are capping your potential because when you can operate at your full potential, right, that's because you are in an environment too. That's because you are in a headspace too. You being able to operate at full potential does not happen by chance. It happens by design. It happens by you being able to put things in their proper place, by you being able to know what's important right now, what's not. It's you not thinking about a work-life balance. You are not a scale, but you're thinking about work-life alignment. You're thinking about work-life harmony. You are thinking about how is it that I can get my work-life and my life to align and mesh well with each other to where they both complement one another. They're not fighting to hold the first space. They just work well. That comes by design. That comes by you being intentional about the moves that you make, right? Now, you can very well end up successful in your career by chance. I say chance, right? Meaning if you just do well and you know who you should talk to and all this other, you can do well, right? I've seen it. But what does the other areas of your life look like, right? That kind of alignment to where everything flows. And this does not mean that there will not be hard times. It would, this does not mean that it won't be things that you have to deal with. But when everything flows and feeds off of each other, my friend, that comes by design. That comes by you sitting down, getting clear, right, on what it is that you want. That's key. Even with the clients that I'm working with right now, you guys haven't seen a whole lot of me because the, the last few months of the year, I get a lot of, of clients. For one, it's getting time for performance reviews and they wanted to kind of get some things in order and they have goals to advance. And so right now, a lot of my clients are doing a lot of development work. I have, I have a few also who also want new jobs. But right now, right, for a lot of my clients, it's really about growth. Because when you can get clear on that growth, my friend, alignment just falls into place because you are now the person that you need to be for those things to fall into place. So again, lead well, earn well, live well, and it is possible. I had somebody on TikTok ask me, how much time do you suggest spending inside of an environment to confirm if it is aligned with you. Oh, I like that question. Okay. So, you know, for a, for a lot of people, not all, but for a lot, because th there are some people that you can tell on that first day, child, this ain't the one, right? But I do, I'm the kind of person, I think it's important to be self-aware. And I think it's important to know what your goals are. I think those are the top two things, right? I think it's important to be self-aware. I think it's important to know what your goals are because when you have those two things and when you are clear on these two things, you being able to make the right choice, it is more, um, what's the word? It is more accurate, right? And so for one, you have to know that 
in order to know if something is aligned, you have to know what is it that it needs to be aligned with. Because again, there are certain seasons in your career, right, where the expectation of the job is not that you're looking for a lot of, you know, a lot of culture stuff. It's like, hey, I'm here to learn and to gain a skill set so I can then move into that next role, right? I always say, I'm here so I can grow and go. I'm here to learn and earn, right? So you, so, so, so the expectation has already been set for that job on why you are there. Now, I'm not saying that if you're there for that reason, you don't have the right to enjoy it or be aligned with it. But again, it's about what is that alignment to, right? And so if you are wanting to get a, a job, you need to be able to set the expectation. Now, if you're looking for a, a role that you can grow in and advance in, right? And you're looking for somewhere to plant yourself, you are looking for something where you are able to, to drive change and you are able to shift things around, right? Again, it needs to be in alignment with your goals. Now, as far as timing, right? Usually, you know the scope of your job within the first three to four months, or you should, right? By that time, you should have a really clear idea on what is the scope of the job. Because sometimes you can find yourself in a place to where you align with the environment, but the job itself just ain't doing it for you, right? I've worked with clients where they they love the people, they love the work, they love the values that's there, but they just don't align with the job itself, right? And so after you you have been able to get clear that that job scope, it doesn't align with you, meaning that it doesn't allow you to, one, use your strengths, because that is what your role should be allowing you to do, is use your strengths, okay? People will feel like they don't have experience. Like if you're not operating your strips in your strengths, you will always feel behind. You will always feel as if it's something that you don't know. So for one, you need to be able to, to know if that position is going to allow you to operate in your strengths, right? Two, if the environment is not in alignment with you, have you had the conversations that you need to, to see if you can bring that environment into alignment? Because there could be times in your, in your, in your workspace to where there are things that are not in alignment with the values that you have, but it depends on who you work for because there are some spaces, right, that will make shifts and things of that sort, and you are able to bring things into alignment. So if the problem is that your workload is too much, or, you know, there are certain tasks and certain things that that really don't feed in, in your strengths, you being able to have those conversations, sometimes it can bring things in alignment. So as far as the timing is just depending on your goals, right? And it, it depends on how self-aware you are because if there are certain growth gaps there, it doesn't matter what work environment you are in. It's always gonna be a problem because the problem is not with the space, the problem is with you, right? And so if you find yourself having to go from job to job and you're having to face a lot of the same things, right? In every job that you are in, it may not be that the issue is with the environment. It could be that the issue is with you, meaning that now that you have advanced in to that next phase of your career, there are now some things that need to grow and 
to be stretched. There are some soft skills that you may need to hone a bit, right? And so even when we're talking about environment, you know, you even want to look more into that and say, okay, is the environment, is it the actual people that I work with? Is it the scope of my job, right? Is it even the whole growth plan here, right? And so that, how much time could look different, but I do say this, when those, when those alarms start to, when those red flags start flagging, or for me, when when God's spirit start, mm-mm, it's time to start, it's time to address it, right? Because things don't change unless things change. I'm going to say it again. Things don't change unless things change. And sometimes you'll find yourself having to face issues or things at work. And you sometimes can have a, a mind like, let me just see how this is going to play out. Or I'll just see if things will change, right? And I do believe there there are times when you should give things a space to kind of play out, but it's depending on what it is, right? When you know that you need to be paid more, that's not the time to sit back and just see, okay, let me just see how things going to go. That's the time to start having conversations to get the information that you need to decide what you should be doing next, right? Because something something as like your pay that just impacts that that impacts too much of your life that that affects what you can do and what you can't do in your life that affects what goals you can reach and what you can't reach in your life. So something that serious, you should not be that passive on. Right now, if there is an issue in the workplace with somebody that you work with, meaning you know things. Things ain't as peaceable as they should be, right? There is a clash of maybe, you know, personality, the communication style. Sometimes those kind of things you can kind of say, okay, you know what? I don't want to just rush into this. Let me just see how this, um, how this goes. They could be having a bad day. You could be having one, like stuff like that that does not impact your growth or your pay. Those are the kind of things that you can kind of just see how it goes. Now, it does not mean that it, it should not be addressed, but it does mean, right, that you don't have to always be in a rush to fix it because I need you guys to understand this if you do not understand anything else. The only person that you can change is yourself. We have conversations with people so they know what we need and they know our expectations. And we we have conversations to see if we can come to some common ground, but you can't have a conversation thinking that you can change people. You will frustrate yourself, right? You having a conversation with somebody is you being able to give them feedback or whatever on what's going on. What they do with it is up to them. And I see people in their career that will wear themselves out trying to change grown people. There are certain Things in your environment that you can change. There are certain things in your environment only top leadership can change. So it's about you being able to decide what is the fight that you want to fight. And is it worth you putting all of this energy into fighting something that can be changed? Because what we don't want to talk about a lot of times is in corporate, there is a system, right? It's just the way that things work. 
It's up to you to decide in that space if their system works for you. If their system, meaning meaning the way that they do things, is it going to bring you closer to your goals? It's up to you to decide if that's in alignment with what you want and who you are and where you are. But it's not your job to come in and change and fix all of this systematic stuff, all of this office politics. Now, once you start getting into C-suite and you have a little bit more say here and there, okay. But right now, all you're going to do is stress yourself out. All you're going to do is have your focus on the wrong thing. So as far as you being able to be in alignment in the right environment, you know, okay, what you need. Or let me say this. You should know. You should be at a place in your career. You're seasoned, right? You have operated in enough work environments. You should know what you need in place in order to thrive. But if you don't know, find out because it's important. Because what happens is you know that you need something in order to get to that next level. You just don't know what it is. And so you go from job to job as if you are trying on some shoes to see what fits rather than get clear on what is the fit that you need and then go out and find what is in alignment with you and then attract what is in uh, in alignment with you right and it, this is what i help my client and y'all this is something like a lot of, a lot of the the clients i work with are manager and up right or those who who are on that path you'll be surprised how people will be in their career 10 15 years and plus and still don't know their strengths still don't know what they need in environments in order to thrive. And this is not to talk down on you or anybody else, but it, I want it to be a reality because if this is something that you face right now, you are not alone, right? And this happens when you're so caught up in the work output, producing, 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 and you're not thinking about what is it that I need, right? What is it that I should be receiving, right? And so when you're when you're not thinking about that, you won't know these things. When you are thinking about what, what that next step means for you, it's not thinking, okay, what is the next career move that I need to make to take my life to that next level? It's like, okay, what's the next job title I should go for? Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. I want to thank you for being a an inspiration while I, I was being managed out of my job. I have a new job, more money. Yes. Love to hear it. You are so welcome. Right. And so, but most people think, okay, what is that next level? Meaning, what is it more that I need to do for a company? And there's nothing wrong with you thinking about that, right? It's nothing wrong with you wanting to get more in your expertise, but that next career move you need to be thinking about. Also, what does that job need to look like for me to take my life to the next level? That's what you need to base it on because you you don't want your career going up and your life going down. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't don't know if y'all know with, with COVID and the wars and it's just too much going on to just be company focused. It's just too much. It's just too much. Like we, we are past that mindset. That was the mindset that our parents 
poured into us. Girl, do what you got to do, girl, to keep that job. Do what you got to do so them people won't fire you. Child, pass that. We have operated in our expertise. We have put the work in. Not saying that we don't work hard because we work hard, okay? I I attract high performers. I attract high achievers. Is it that's... I, I attract the people that want to operate in excellence. So it's not saying that we are slacking on our work ethic. What it is saying is that we are going to up our expectations and our standards. That's that's what I'm saying, right? We are past just go to work, be quiet, keep your head down. I didn't, we are just past that. The folks that I work with, they really want to drive change. They want to be able to impact with their skills, but they also want to like feel good as it's being done. And they want to be paid good, right? That's the expectation is as I pour into my career, I'm expecting my career to pour back into me. Now I know y'all parents ain't never taught y'all that. And our parents taught us the best that they could, right? But also we are in a completely different time than when you know, our folks was in completely different and their time. It served them. It served them to be loyal, right? It served them. It it was easy to go find a job and stay there for 30, 40 years. Child today. mm -mm, No, mm -mm, no, it's just different. Right. And, and, and I think, um, a lot of us don't want to just go through the cycles of life as our folks did right and it's not just about making more money i think that in our time so much has happened we've seen i don't even know if we even realize how much world could check what is it i'm about to say it wrong like world events <laughs> has happened right i don't even know like you know i am about to be well not about to be in june i'll be 38, right? I know. I look young. I know. Like, and so much has happened, I feel like, over the last 10 years. And even now, like now, I don't know if you get you guys, you watch the news and stuff like that, but I think even now with like seeing all the wars and stuff, like that, that's the kind of stuff for me that put things in perspective of where it should be, right? When you start seeing with COVID, like over a million people lost their lives. When you start seeing how fragile this life is, right? How fast things can change. It it will it will put you in a place to where you're like, I don't have the time to put to pour into something so much that it, it doesn't give me anything back. Too much is going on to be worried about a job. Forget this rat race. Absolutely. Like, and of course, I don't know if you guys can see it, but but the word job is in quotes, not saying to not have a job, but it's saying that it's just too much happening around us to keep thinking that we have to pour everything into our career. It's important. Yeah, I am a I'm a coach that helps people with this. So it's important. Right. But it's like, what are you basing it on? It has to be more than just. I want to be the one at work that that outshines everybody. That's not going to bring you any comfort at night. If anything, you'll start feeling like you have to keep giving more of yourself in order to advance, right? Being so, and it's not to say that you can't have a drive, right? But what it is saying is that what have you trained yourself 
to believe that career success is, right? Because it's, it's, it is nothing like you having to pour everything into a job and you still can't do the things in life that you want to do. They are reaping beautifully off of your skill set. You are bringing wonderful results for them. But what is that doing for you in your life? I can't live off of the results that I bring them. I can't. That career should be pouring results back into my life, right? And so as we talk about, look, I, I got to sneak back on topic. As we talk about <laughs> mindset shifts, right? I want you guys to start thinking about what does next level leadership mean for you? How do you want to feel in that next level, right? If you want to work with me, you can one-to-one. I have an offer where I have an offer that's for three months and I have an offer for six months that you can work with me one-to-one for one so we can hone in on those skills that you need to advance in the roles that you want and to make sure that you are being paid the money that you should be being paid and also able to make the impact that you want and have the influence that you need. But to also be sure that these moves are going to be in alignment with the life that you want. I don't just teach you how to get a job in Excel, right? My style is holistic. It's about the whole you. It's about me helping you to be self-aware, to be able to identify what are those gaps holding you back, right? But it's also to give you the space to explore what is it that you want? What is it that you don't just need in your career, but in your life? What, What does alignment look like for you in this season, right? Because I don't want you hopping from job to job looking for something that you don't even know. And this is what happens when you know you want a new job and you don't know what it is, but you still keep hopping from job to job, just waiting for something to feel right other than getting clear on what is right, right? So if you want to work with me, let's talk. You can schedule a call with me so we can see if we are a good fit for each other. If not, I do have a group called The Best You, right? This is a group where you're able to join and get the feel of community. You don't have to, you don't have to do this thing alone, right? There's also um, access to, excuse me, you being able to learn about certain skills, how to operate in your career, how to master this thing called your career, and also how to hone those skills as well. So if you want more information on how to work with me one-to-one, let's talk. If you want to join my group, that's something that you can do now. You can go to thebestyou.me. That's thebestyou.me. Do you guys have any questions? I do go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't know if y'all missed me, but I missed you guys. Um, I had a really big speaking engagement, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before last. And child, I was exhausted. And so last week I was back in office, just kind of getting caught up on everything. But um, it definitely feels good to be back on my live streams. And so again, if you want to catch any of my past live streams, go and subscribe to my channel on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube at I am Alicia Perkins. Um, and all of my live streams are on there. I'm going through my comment section to make sure I didn't miss any questions. I think I missed the one over here. Uh-oh. So it, it, I definitely want to make sure that when I, uh, when I show up that I serve you guys. And I know that my perspective is not 
one that you hear often because I know a lot of these coaches, they just want to dress y'all up and make y'all a perfect fit and you not get clear on what is your fit. And also, you know, I see, especially right now, I see so many people chasing this new job thing. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you wanting to find a new job. It's nothing wrong. But a lot of what I teach my clients is development. People are lacking developmental skills to thrive and to excel. Yes, we know you can get the job, but what's going to happen when you get the job? Where do you go from there, right? And so I want you guys, there's nothing getting, nothing wrong with you wanting to look for a new job, but also start to look within yourself and start being able to identify those gaps, right? And start seeing, is it really my resume holding me back? Nine times out of 10, nope, right? Start really thinking about if you are in a job right now where you're not happy with the job, start thinking, what are some things that I want to leave behind? What are some ways in me that I don't want to show up in my next role? And yeah, and this is not always saying that there's something wrong with you. What it is saying is that there's times when you go to a new level, right? It's just time for new growth. It's times when what once worked, it doesn't work anymore. So it's not for you to think that there's something wrong with you. It's just, okay, about what is the next transformation that needs to happen within me that's going to allow me to reach the goals that I have? That's it, right? And I'm a big advocate of personal development because it's so important, right? Because I've worked with clients, EPs, those that are striving for those those C-suite positions, still struggling with insecurities that they did not address at manager level. So now they've been able to get these wonderful opportunities and they found themselves dropping the ball, right? They find themselves not able to operate at a level that they want to because it was those blind spots that they just kind of passed over or thought, right? A new job title won't fix insecurities. If anything, they will only highlight them. Anything, they will only make you feel more insecure because now you've told yourself that there's even a higher expectation for me here when I had struggles here, right? And so what I do with my clients, I help them to be able to identify what are those gaps, being able to understand that you are the asset that you need to be operating your career as the CEO of it and understand that you've been in your career long enough to where you've put in the work, you've sown the seeds, you've already had to operate in environments that did not serve you long enough. And so now it's not about you proving what you deserve. It's about you being able to build towards that. And you cannot prove and build at the same time. Okay, so if you are looking to work with me one-to-one, let's chat. I would love to see if we are a good fit. Because you see, you can go to my website and work with me one-to-one and just pay on the website. No, ma'am, we got to talk because I only want to work with a certain kind of person. I want to work with the person that is not afraid to look at themselves, right? That is not afraid, afraid to own, right? where they are. I I don't, do not book a call with me. I'm going to say, do not book a call with me. If you are not in a place yet to where you know you are worthy of what you 
deserve and the things that you want. If that's still, I don't know, right? Because that's work that I can't do for you. I can't make you believe that you are worth something. I just can't. That has to come within. But I want to work with people who are at a place, right, where they are ready to make the change and they're not afraid of doing the work that comes with that. And they are ready to take their career to that next level, but also take their life to that next level as well, right? So if you are looking for that and you would like to see how we can work together, let's talk, friend. Again, as far as my group, that definitely is more, you know, community-based, right? There's still great content. I still meet with my group throughout the month. You still have access to me, right? But if, if you're wanting more of a tailored transformation, that is definitely a one-to-one -one thing. So again, I do go live um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. One second. Okay. Um, I, I do go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.